Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? This week, we want to come hang out with all of our best friends out there. This is episode 2000 and something uh, of Pills and Beer. I'm in the Hall Wine studio, joined my bestie Austin Kroll from his house and Nick Norris somewhere in the mid-Atlantic, as always. Um, what's up, guys? What's up, Craig? At no point in that incoherent ramble did I know where or what you were going to say next. Very nice. I feel like we have a busy kind of podcast to talk about today. I mean, in the background, I have on the Weather Channel. What do you have going on? Yeah, I uh, I didn't realize. So I just met a, uh, uh, which actually really cool for me, um, someone from my favorite show, SEAL Team, uh, Mr. A.J. Buckley, works out with our trainer at our gym. Uh, so we were just talking to him, and this is his first hurricane uh, since moving to Charleston. And I don't think when we were talking to him, neither Austin or myself had realized that it had turned into a category five. So prayers to everyone in Florida that that. is about to get cut up pretty bad. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm looking at the weather channel and well, no, it says four at the moment inside the hurricane. It says four, but it looks like Tampa's getting right now, along with like everything on the West coast of Florida, like, you know, Naples and so on and so forth. And then I'm looking and it's going right through Charleston and right up to Charlotte and beyond. Well, what we told him was, you know, here in Charleston is you have, you have time, you know, we're not cut off like Florida, Florida. You have to leave a little bit quicker than with Charleston, with Charleston, even up to about 12 hours before the storm, you can still drive West to Columbia and Greenville. So little different circumstances, but right. who are we to tell everyone what to do? Except we've lived, I mean, we've been here for a while. Um, and I hope it came clear that we didn't say like, you never evacuate. I'm just saying you don't have to do it four days before from Charleston, um, yeah, especially uh, when the traffic is crazy. I mean, it's funny because I'm looking at this map right now, and Charleston is known as the peninsula, right? If if you're downtown, for all those people listening, Charleston is referred to as the peninsula. And Florida is one giant peninsula, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, true. That is what it is, just one giant peninsula, and it's interesting that the storm is coming from the west so so from the gulf so i'm guessing the warmer waters normally it comes but but it always comes up and the path that i'm looking at and craig it does say 155 mile per hour winds but it it is a cat four i'm not sure if that if it's saying that that they're projecting for it to move up to a cat five but it says cat four anyways i've gotten a lot of dms and i'm sure that you have as well craig uh people asking me if we think, or if I think that they should cancel their weekend trips to Charleston. Now, I couldn't possibly tell anyone in good conscience, no, 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 come, it's fine, it's fine. I, I mean, you just have to keep an eye on it, and I know that you're... Yeah, I mean, timing... Like, oh, well, we have flights and everything, but, uh, I mean, it's going to be a rainy weekend. There's really not going to be much, much use to come to Charleston this weekend. Oh, Yeah, I guess the timing really sucks. Uh, um, look, no one in their right mind is going to tell you to come into Charleston this weekend. Not with how it's looking. I mean, the path yeah. shows it coming right over top of us. So I have a feeling that uh, our phones are about to start getting a lot of updates to Craig from like, you know, a lot of businesses posting on Instagram being like, hey, we're closing up shop for the weekend. I mean, we're we're probably going to see like 
Hall's posting and like some of our Well, posting. yeah, I mean, we'll see. I didn't even consider that. So <laughs> I guess as Jerry's like, you're so stupid, Craig. Um, I want to well, be one I, of the businesses. Uh, if it wasn't for my employees, I would be like, hey, we stay open. <laughs> but I do think that, you know, this is uh, important. And we both have friends down in Florida. And I've been texting with some of them. And I'm praying for everyone that is in Florida, that is in the path of this hurricane. I hope that you either batten down the hatches or you have or you've evac whatever that they've told you to do because normally by the time it gets here it's just like a tropical storm and we're going to get you know four to six inches of rain but who's to say and everyone just keep an eye on the storm i, I craig, just uh i craig just and i will not be here this weekend i don't know if that sways anyone's like opinion oh right? that's it's a good like, point and neither you know, will like, chef hey, if you're yeah and neither will chef, chef so will like be in costa rica like, i'll be in aruba and austin where are you going charlotte yeah, so I actually learned a lot about hurricanes uh, this past weekend, which was really interesting in water flow because I was in New Orleans for a bachelor party and we did what I would say is a can't miss trip or a cat. I would categorize this excursion as a can't miss trip if you're in New Orleans. It was a gator tour on a fan boat um, and it was New Orleans alligator tours. And, you know, like, Every once in a while, you'll do an excursion on a trip and just be like, that was fucking awesome. Like, that was this this excursion. Um, I went on a fan boat once, and it was in the Bahamas with Graham. I think that you were recovering from the evening before, and Graham was like, well, let's go out. And since I'd never done it before, went on his boat, but it was not to look for alligators. That actually sounds kind of badass. Look, and so the gator... Like, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. So, like, if it's gator season... Does that mean that you bought tags and you killed the gator, Craig? No, that's a, yeah, with a spear. Um, that's a different type of tour, but this one, they fit. <laughs> that's a different type of tour. <laughs> yeah, well, they do do that. Um, yeah, and we, yeah, we asked all about that too, which was wild. So they could fit like 20 of our friends. There's 15 of us. We brought a giant cooler and this awesome guy, like straight from the show Swamp, uh, Swamp Wars, like same accent and everything, taught us. Uh, well, alligators love marshmallows. So we, we fed a bunch what? of, yeah, we fed a bunch of alligators, marshmallows. They like the way it like hits the water and they're like pretty blind. Um, but it, the, does this seem like a made up theory of Craig's? No, I mean, we, <laughs> I don't think so. It sounds, alligators, it sounds that's hard to make up. Nick, that is the name of this episode. Alligators like marshmallows. And so then I think we did something. He grabbed a, um, a baby alligator and brought it on board and I shotgunned a beer with a baby alligator. But I mean, we were nice to the alligator. We just like played as in like, as in like, you you used the alligators, baby alligator. (laughs) (laughs) We threw it up in the air like a ski (laughs) shot and blasted a baby alligator. Um, yeah, I saw Corey posted with baby alligator and, and, and I don't know why I, I didn't put two and two together that obviously you two were in the same place. Yeah. But well, just to add, you were about to ask me if if I used the alligator teeth to shotgun the beer. No, because I didn't want to. I thought it would hurt the alligator. So I just let him watch. Um, And let him watch. (laughs) Let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. Um, But I was surprised that Mama Gator didn't come back. But we put him back in his little nest and he was fine. Uh, And we learned all about locks and levees, which 
I guess you're not as fascinated by that as me, but it was crazy to see the locks and levees and how they try to control the water from basically hitting all the rich neighborhoods now and they send it downstream, which is wild. Um, but anytime you can bring your cooler beer on a boat. Uh, and then we went to the boot uh, on Tulane's campus, which people out there are probably laughing, but that was awesome. Our buddy manages. What is that, a bar? It's basically the dollar of New Orleans, but it's like oh, open air. Like it's a famous bar. Like one of my best friends, Tyler, from growing up. Oh, he's, uh, you know, obviously my best friends. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he attended there. Um, but yeah, it was a good time to watch the game. And Southern Mississippi actually upset Tulane while we were there. But college kids just wear bikinis now. The girls wear bikinis out with like jorts. And the guys wear like lacrosse jerseys, which I guess oh, that was God. how it was. But it was crazy. It was in hog heaven. I was like, is there a like, is there a pool around here or a beach? Um, so it was like going back to college for a weekend. And then we went to Frenchman Quarter or the French Quarter. Went to an awesome jazz bar called Cafe and a Grill. Um, lost a bunch of money in the casino. Um, stayed As in an one does. awesome hotel called Ace Hotel. Badass hotel. Uh, and other than that, we survived and got out, but that's what I did this weekend. That, uh, it sounds, I mean, New Orleans is so much fun. It sounds like a different trip than the last time that you and I went and I abandoned you on, and I abandoned you on Bourbon street. Yeah. You guys didn't go to Bourbon street. We, we were kind of like, you know, chickens with our freaking heads cut off. Well, we did for, we did for a couple hours, but it was, yeah, it was a lot. When, yeah. When we went, man, remember it was dead i don't remember when we went but you and i were like let's just go to freaking you know let's throw a dart at a map kind of thing and 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 then that's why we went yeah and visit our our buddy rob what did you do this weekend what the hell did i do this weekend oh yeah um i had trop hop parties got everywhere so uh i planned this out a couple weeks ago my distributors my distributors my distributors from uh columbia reached out and wanted me to do a bar crawl with them. Your distributors from Colombia. I didn't yes. realize that you had switched over into the drug trade. <laughs> and um, and did uh, a bar crawl on Friday and did a tailgate for the football game on Saturday. Then I had to come back on Saturday evening so I could wake up on Sunday and do my end of the summer like beach bash with uh, Reds, which was like an all summer long thing that you know about Craig, where people kind of signed up uh, by going to Reds uh, using the QR code, and then we picked you know twenty winners and sent them out uh, an invite and a plus one. We had this catamaran and went out to No Name Island, and there was like a grill set up and like cornhole and bags and a DJ, and it was just oh, a fun, fun beach and boat day to to be honest. And, and we got back to Reds at like five and. And that was my weekend. I did a lot of stuff with Trop Hop, and I'm not even, you know, just like, you know, shamelessly trying to promote it. Just that's what I did this weekend. All, all Trop Hop things, which is good. Yeah, that is, uh, that's great. And we can actually do that up until around Halloween here. Um, you can do boat days here up until about Halloween. Oh man. I um, learned. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're thinking about visiting, if your if your trip gets pushed back, which I did just see on here that winds aren't supposed to be higher than 50 miles an hour in Charleston. But um, 
Yeah. Come visit. Uh, I, it's such a terrible. Craig's like, fuck it. Come visit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always, people ask like, well, how long, what's your weather like in the fall and winter? And I always say this and I, it's probably inappropriate, but it's both. It's on Halloween. The weather is still nice enough for boys and girls alike to both dress like scantily. If that makes sense. Like you don't have to, like you can dress as promiscuous as you want on Halloween and be comfortable here. Cause it's not cold oh, yet. Okay, okay, okay. If that's what I mean, like you don't have to cover, you won't be in sweatshirts. And then after Halloween, it starts to get a little chilly, but if you want to come to Charleston and wear like, <laughs> you I know, found a really funny and I don't know which one it is where it basically describes Charleston weather, right? It's like, you know, summer, you know, the devil's taint. And then it goes into, and and then it goes into like third summer and then it goes into fall and then and then fake fall and then back into summer. And then officially it's fall. So fall doesn't really begin until like the middle of October here or even later. Um, where are you headed this weekend? Charlotte. For what? Uh, buddy of mine has his, him and his husband have uh, their annual Oktoberfest. And oh, that sounds fun. I, yeah, a bunch of my buddies are going to go. And then there's a Panthers game that's flexed to 4 o'clock on Sunday. I'm going to go with Jonathan Stewart and his wife. And I think that Taylor and Olivia are going to be in town as well. And we're all going to go and have a bunch of fun. <laughs> um, all right, should uh, we take a quick break? And then when we come back, we can discuss, uh, can discuss uh, a podcast tour and things like that. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Sounds good to me. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I love therapy, which is something that I never thought I would say. And there's so many things that I say to my girlfriend that she's like, yeah, that's why you need therapy, Craig. That's what they'll tell you in therapy. You know, being in this crazy world that we're in, I, I thought at one point, Craig, that, you know, therapy was for the birds, right? But therapy is is amazing. I mean, it's good to have someone to talk to. Like, yes, your friends are great people to talk to, but they are not your therapists, right? Like Craig is not my therapist. Like I, I ask him things. I ask my other friends things, but it's good to talk to someone who will listen and, and who can help you. And, you know, sometimes you're down and, and it, it, it just helps me more than you could ever know. Yeah. I love actually doing the video calls. Now I started off with just a phone call and moved on to the video calls and it's something I look forward to. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, better help is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapist at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, Therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash pillows and beer today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash pillows and beer. All right, what's up, best friends out there? We are back with this episode of Pillows and Beer. Um, I want to talk about something super exciting. Craig and I decided to do a Pillows and Beer podcast tour in New York City on October 11th, the week leading up to BravoCon, super exciting news with the Irving Plaza. Um, we haven't been on tour in ages, Craig, and kind of doing this one-off 
has me excited, right? Because BravoCon is like a lot of meet and greet and a lot of this and that. So I think that this will be the perfect thing to kind of get our juices flowing and we'll get in the groove and hopefully have some fan interaction and it'll be great. It'll be yeah. Great. And we're going to have a, a, we're going to have a special guest or two. We're trying to lock those down. Um, I know there's only like, there's probably like 300 tickets left. Um, I mean, we just went on sale a couple days ago, but Grab your tickets. If you don't have a chance to come to BravoCon or you want to ensure that you get a little bit of time with us, we do have VIP tickets. Um, I think you'll get a little something from Trap Hop. You'll get a copy of my book. Yep. And um, it's going to be a little longer of a show because of the guests, but it should be a great time. Guests are coming. Uh, it should be a blast. I mean, shit, Craig. We're going to be in New York now for, for like a full week. And I think the week after that is friends and family carriage house so it's like i might be in new york for like you know eight or nine days we got winter house uh premiere that oh wednesday yeah. october two. no thursday october thursday, 13th october 13th um so it's gonna be grand all time Jeez, man lots and lots of things going on uh new york city is gonna be packed to the gills with bravo everything so like i said uh you know, go to the link in my bio. I mean, Craig and I will be posting lots of things. Our podcast will be posting links to pick up tickets. Um, I think that yesterday we had a pretty good hit of initial sales. I bet the people are just trying to figure out their travel plans. But uh, excited to be back in the saddle, man. Excited to be back on stage and interacting and laughing with a bunch of y'all. Can't wait. I realized over this past week, Austin something that I don't think you'll agree with. I'm a big second movie guy. Okay. Explain. So I think I like the second movies in series better than the first because the characters are already established. I already like love them and I can't wait to see them do more shit like without all the intro story. Like I'm watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy right now and I loved the second one way more than the first one. Okay, because you're into the characters already. Right. Do you like, because a lot of people say like, you know, the second movie, the sequel isn't ever as good as the first movie, but I think I just enjoy them better. Yeah, I mean, that's that's typically what happens, right? I, I mean, you know, look at shows too, right? People are more connected to a character that they're familiar with and then they have to, you know, acquaint themselves with a new a new character, which is tougher to do. Um, it just takes a little more time. Like, do you and watch Ghost? Ghost is about to come out season two. And it's a fantastic show. If no one watches it, Ghost. No, I've never, I've never heard of it's it. It's just a weekly funny sitcom. The uh, UK version. No, I didn't know there was one. That's what it's based okay. off of. Yeah. Oh, I, the office. Heck yeah! I'm definitely gonna have to watch that then. Um, okay, I'm gonna mess with some Ghost. I wanted to watch. It. Yeah, Ghost is awesome. Ghost is fantastic. I want to watch. Network is it on? Ooh, I don't know. And for some reason, my internet. I think it's CBS, isn't it? Could be. It's like a, when you watch it, you'll be like, of course, Craig likes this show. It's silly. But <laughs> okay. the fact that you can watch all the episodes in sync right now is good. Um, I wanted to watch the Dahmer documentary, uh, but Paige said she couldn't get after. She didn't watch after the first episode and I could only watch it, you know, with her. I hear it's sick. Like I sick mean, yeah, and twisted. I, literally. I actually heard that as well, right? Where people were like, okay, this is 
like frightening or like right just eerie uh, like yeah it's sick uh I, i'm not a crime junkie i'm just not a crime i'm not guy. either but I, like i know that some people like love their crime podcasts and that they love their crime shows and that's just not did you like what i watched the army hammer one which was really good I did not watch that, but I kind of want to. It's kind of wild to me how quickly that things that have just happened or broke already have shows coming out about them. Like, like there's already a show coming out, or maybe it's a movie about the Johnny Depp and um, Amber Heard. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was like, it just happened. I'm just like, how is shit? It's like, you know, Army Hammer is alive still, and he's just seeing all this shit. Which I, I, I'm not saying any like, you know, sympathy for him. Anything like that. It's just wild that these things can turn around so quickly and be like, boom, a show is already out about what a piece of shit that you know this guy is. You're like, holy moly. Well, yeah, and like it took, you know, twenty years to make a movie um about like Jordan Belfort, like Wolf of Wall Street. Sure. Um and lots of things, like he was right? out of jail now, by the time it like happened or whatever. And now people just like strike while the iron's hot. Like, okay, people are talking about this. Let's just make a show and keep it rolling. And it's like, let's just make a show on the cannibal Army Hammer. It's actually fucking wild. Like the Army Hammer one is wild because the rest of his family. So he was almost the least bad one in his family, but he was the only one that was famous. So no one ever figured out. Like that's the interesting part of the Army Hammer one is how fucked up his family was. Um, see, I, I don't even know about that. Yeah. Like that's the interesting part of it. I mean, look it all, it's all interesting, but, um, that's the only like crime one I've done. Okay. You know what? I'm going to watch that. And then speaking of Wolf of wall street, I follow randomly, um, Nadine Creedy, which is who, um, uh, Margot Robbie plays in Wolf of wall street. So like his real, like the real Margot Robbie and, or I follow her on TikTok. I don't know if I said that. She tells some wild stories. That's kind of something fun to look up as her TikTok and like hearing what really went down because apparently the movie is pretty damn accurate. <laughs> but like she, like when the boat it's sank. It's a movie though. Oh, 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 sorry. Like, well, like she tells the full story about when the boat sank, like, and they were in that storm and like the real story is crazier than what the movie made. But um, you haven't gotten on TikTok like yet, that. have you? I've learned a no. lot from TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I I like get my secondhand info from people who send me videos on TikTok or just friends that are like, wait, you haven't seen this trend or you haven't seen so. It's disastrous uh, though, man. I'll tell you, I had like five hours to kill of traveling the other day. It went by in what seemed to be 20 minutes. And I was that's, like, that's like the same shit was scrolling on IG. Like, I don't understand. Like, just go to your explore page and it's you know, the same exact thing it's like a bunch of tiktok videos get posted onto ig so i don't understand why going to tiktok first right so what maybe i i get the trend you know 24 hours prior to i'm just saying it's disastrous Instagram? for like, like yeah society and you i mean i think we can kind of see society <laughs> crumbling <laughs> as we watch i Speaking also of society <laughs> crumbling craig i just saw or i keep on seeing and i know it's like out of left field and i have a question for you and for nick i'm literally watching this uh mcdonald's commercial and it's like you buy 
like a Big Mac or a Quarter Pounder, and you literally get another one for $1. Is that everything that's right with America or everything that's wrong with America? Is America just crumbling before our fat fingers and eyes? Well, it's a... It's a little bit of a catch-22 because it's everything wrong with America, right? That unhealthy food is the only food that a lot of people can afford. Um, Just think about this, too, before you continue to answer. Is that just think about, like, a mother, a single mother who's busy as shit and she has, you know, some kids running around. And she's like, man, I don't have time to make food. And then she just goes to McDonald's and that is, like, her nightly meal because she can feed four, you know, mouths for, like, six bucks. Well, that's Which the, I mean, wild. that's the, the catch of the catch 22 is it's kind of a, it, well, it is a blessing for many families that, yeah, they can feed a family of four for $6. Here's the thing. It, it it's just a, it's a, it's a hole that keeps getting deeper and deeper because they don't have alternatives, right? You can't go to a grocery store and feed your family with fruits and vegetables for, you know, you can get one vegetable for $6 <laughs> like or one bag of like salad. And that's the thing is I wish there was maybe, maybe send in if, if we're missing it, we'll highlight it on this podcast. Like, are there, I know there's like missions and stuff out there, but are there healthy alternatives for lower socioeconomic families to feed their families? I mean, they can't have a garden. Right. I, 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 I mean, it becomes like a time thing too, right? It's like shit, you know? I, I'm like, you know, feeding. I mean, is is the food at McDonald's, right? Because it's not. I mean, it's good as shit, right? Well, yeah, we <laughs> love McDonald's. So, like, yeah, it's so good. And like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, a quarter pounder with fries right now sounds. But like, is it just that low grade food where you literally can sell another Big Mac for one buck? I mean, they they don't deteriorate. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you can leave McDonald's out on your ca- counter for like a week and it doesn't change. Oh, that's gross. Um, I'd want to eat that. But yeah, I mean, I think that they have enough going for them that they can be like, look, we make food affordable for families, you know, that can't afford no, it. I mean, totally. I I mean, I don't off the top of my head have the other restaurants that you know, do this, but you know, there's obviously like a pick, like a pick five for five. And it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, Wendy's, how do you, you know, how do you make money if you're selling five JBCs for five bucks? So speaking of cheap things, right. At that, the fast food places, let's, let's go to the other scale, the other side of it, expensive as shit things that our country has done, like launching a freaking, you know, NASA spaceship into a meteor for $325 million. Yeah. Did it, did they actually do it? Like, did it hit? Yes. Yes. It was. And what was the result? And okay. So they're not going to know the result for like a week or so. Right. Because they don't know. So the whole purpose was to launch uh, a satellite and hit a meteor. Right. And so once it hit it, you know, NASA was like, yeah, hell yeah, you know, we did it. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? It seems like a failure, but no, the purpose of it was to alter the path of the meteor. So the meteor is not headed towards earth. It was just like a random meteor that they chose in case in the future, a meteor does kind of head to earth, kind of like, um, an Armageddon kind of, uh, situation. So we don't know how much the path has been altered, but what we do know that it hit the meteor you know, smack dead on. I mean, what a fun how much it alters. project to work on. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're watching the reactions, Craig, which you should, which you should look up. If you're watching the reactions, these people are like five, four, three, two, and then the camera just goes dark, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we did it!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" So you just launched. $325 million satellite smack dab into a meteor. I mean, I don't think people have a grasp on how much money the U.S. government spends on anything and everything that's not the people of this country. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Craig, getting into it. Um, all right, well, uh, how about on that note, we take a break, and then when we come back, I have a very funny question and rumor that I've heard about Craig. It's it's a great rumor, not a bad rumor. And uh, we'll get into that when we return. All right. I guess Austin's not going to bring us back. Welcome Sorry, back to I, I, Pillows I, I, and I, Beer. Uh, I'm joined by Austin Kroll, Nick Norris. We've got our first live show in a while coming up at the Irving Plaza in New York City, October 11th. Bum, bum, bum. There we go. Um, and we have our restaurant opening, Carriage House, in New York City in a couple of weeks. We'll keep you posted right. on the date for that. Um, and our Instagrams are, you know, always fire. I'm, I'm on. So, you know, follow our Instagram. I've been working on reels recently. Uh, I'm really trying to get into the real game. Um, apparently it's a good way to, to boost engagement, but, uh, yeah, every, it's just been, it's, it's been a, every week I tell myself that like, you know, back in June and July, I was like, Oh, well, I have all September, all October off. Well, now our October, we will both be in New York the entire time. Nick will be know, up for basically. the live show. Jeez. Um, and it's all, it's good stuff. I like being busy, but uh, this is my, yeah, anyway, no one cares about how often I'm home. I was just looking at our list <laughs> and we have this like Halifax, like Austin has a bunch of reg, random cities listed on here and I'm very no, curious true. as to what they are. I, I, so when I posted yesterday about buying tickets and everything, um, I just got a lot of responses about, you know, come here and here and here. And it was like, you know, Denver and Nashville and Texas and Alabama and, you know, Detroit. And someone said Halifax. And I was I, I was not expecting that because, you know, Nashville and Texas and things like that are are uh, uh, mainstays that people are always asking us to come to. But Halifax was uh, Halifax was was a funny one. Um, Where is Halifax? I, dude, I'm pretty sure it's Nova Scotia. I don't know why that rings a bell. Nova I, Scotia is in Canada, yes. It is? Really? I would have gotten that wrong. Wait, what? Is it like a yeah, province? It, it's on the like east. It's like on, on you know PEI, for God's sakes. Or is it a part of PEI? No. Well, no, I would love not. to do that. So if you, would, <laughs> if you want us to come to Nova Scotia, reach out. Um, I mean, I was expecting like, you know, Montreal, which I think that I did get one. You have over 600 people that listen in Nova Scotia. That's awesome. I love Nick, that. How did you just figure that out? I got all our stats. Yeah. Dude, that is a, that is I a love heck that of stat. like a, that's like a heck of a, a, a like a, a, a population. I, I mean, imagine if every one of those listeners came out to a podcast show, Craig. I mean, that's a great little crowd right there. Yeah. I love that little pocket of our listeners in Nova Scotia, they could have a whole fan club listen together. Um, to maybe we'll come listen. Uh, I dude, I just, I was looking at some conspiracies that I found this week, but I, I started to watch, I watched the American greed. So even though I'm not into crime, 
shows, I actually can fall asleep with American Greed on the TV for some reason. And last night it was on the Kingston Clan, which is a polygamous Mormon cult. Uh and it was nuts. It was all about like We're into polygamy again, dude. Didn't we do this with Justin? Yeah, right. But this yeah. like I, I didn't realize how people had to be like rescued from these cults that just exist in modern day America. Uh, but look up the Kingston clan. Um, if you're curious, it's not really a conspiracy, obviously, but if you're if you're into what Craig the deep dive that Craig did on something this week. Kingston okay. clan as well. Um, I, I have two conspiracies about Craig that I'm interested in. One I brought up to you a while ago, Craig. So my sister sent me, speaking of TikTok, sent me something where some fan has a conspiracy that Andy is going to announce his retirement at BravoCon and that none other than Craig Conover is going to take over as Andy on Bravo Network. That was a doozy that you know, Katie sent me and she actually asked me, I was like, Katie, that would be a well-kept secret by Craig. If, 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 if that were true, did anyone ever say that to you, Craig? Honestly, it would be, it would, I would keep it a secret from you just to see your face on like the stage during Bravo con to be like, you motherfucker, like stop keeping secrets from me. Stop keeping secrets from me. Uh, uh, that would be. I mean, wild. if there was ever a conspiracy that I wish was true, it yeah, would be yeah, yeah, yeah. that. So if that Those is are happening, big, big, big shoes to fill. By the way, if those are big. Oh, big I would shoes. run. I mean, I would. I would. But it, it would but be a life changing offer. It's flattering. Sure. Um, it's flattering. It's and flattering. I'm here if they ever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a PSA to Bravo. Yeah, I'm PSA here, to Andy. Um, and then, and then the yes, other conspiracy that's, uh, theory. I haven't, I'm not aware of it. If I am replacing Andy, I would find out on stage with everyone else. And I would probably just, I don't know. I would take off my clothes and like run around probably. <laughs> okay. Craig is getting naked as his first act, uh, as, as the new host of watch what happens live. If, yeah. You'll finally uh, see my dick Austin. Uh, along with everyone else, man, how, how, you know, poetic. And then um, they would just take the job from me and be like, you are clearly not psychotically fit for. And, and just like that, Craig lost his. <laughs> he was the host of Watch What Happens Live. Live for five minutes. For five minutes until he got naked. Um, and then the other one is, uh, I think that Nick posted this one. Um, is that is that you're going to be in a, uh, a Lifetime movie? Oh, I haven't seen this one yet. Um, I haven't either. So maybe Nick should, uh, fill us in on that. Yeah. What's this conspiracy about conspiracy about with Craig conspiracies about Craig? I was going to say my sister texted me and a bunch of other people texted me not having to do with the same conversation. We're like, is Craig going to be in a Hallmark movie? And I was See, like, I don't think so, but I maybe. actually think, I actually think that, that this one was perpetuated by us always talking about it on the podcast. And so it probably just made its rounds and someone posted it somewhere and that and that's great craig that, yeah let's that, continue that that, to yeah. <laughs> put this into the universe also me and Paige just filmed that commercial so people might have thought that we were filming a movie when oh, we filmed true, the commercial true. um yeah, that, that 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 could be true but yeah i mean i think austin and i should star in a new like remake of home alone and we're the bad guys <laughs> oh and it would be hilarious just, i don't know why you know, high jinks ensue yeah and some little kid just keeps like <laughs> pissing us off right right and 
we're like, this kid is not smart, <laughs> but you know, he definitely is. And, and then we're like, yeah, you know, to see how frustrated we got. <laughs> I think we'd both be like, fuck this. I'm going to halls and I'm going to eat a steak. <laughs> be like, I'm getting out of here. This is ridiculous. This house is not worth it. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I found out what frogging is, uh, this past week from a listener, one of our best friends. And it sounds like that's what's happening with Austin and the dog toy. And it's Frogger, which is P-H-R-O-G-G-E-R. And it's when someone is secretly living in another person's home without their knowledge or permission. And apparently it's been happening all over the country. What? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so you're saying that there's a frog dog toy in my house because someone's living in my attic? Or like a closet under the stairs or like, you know, there's some secret compartment <laughs> where this person lives there and you spend so much time away from your house that they got careless. But when you're there, they're like very secretive, only come out at night to eat out of your fridge Holy and stuff. Shit, dude, that could totally apply to my house. I'm always gone. Right. And so that's why, like, I guess they have an animal or a small toy that they like. And, you know, what, like... You just said, like, you go down to your fridge in the middle of the night and you think that you have, like, more snacks than you do, and it's because this person is eating them when you go to bed. Basically, it's a nocturnal frogger. That is fucking terrifying. And I actually think that last summer I was seeing a girl, or was friends with a girl, who who had that happen to her in her college town when when she lived there. And she literally had a man that was living in her attic. I mean, there's nothing I can do but laugh right now because this is one of the more scary things that I can imagine happening. That that totally is. And I've seen that. I've actually kind of read that. And I don't know why you just brought that up. But um, I mean, if there's ever a time to, to frog, it's now during you know, Hurricane Ian. Oh, shit. Speaking of, Fort Myers Beach is not looking so hot right now. Um, frogging. Okay. Uh, do you think that I should like pull my attic stairs down into one of my guest bedrooms and just like not by yourself up there? I would be too scared yeah. to do it by myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right, dude. Imagine if you just saw a pair of human eyes up there, just glint. No, I was Craig. Craig, I would shut shut my doors and burn the house down. Um, don't shoot them. Um, that's like when I had the birds in my chimney and you came to help me get them out, and then we realized that they lived in there. Yeah, but this is a human, dude. <laughs> Not freaking birds. Okay, all right, all right. Well, we're going to throw that conspiracy theory out the window. I don't think I have people living there, but I'm going to check. I mean, we I mean, we just never figured out where the dog toy came from. So none of your girlfriends, like friends that are girls, reached out and were like, oh, that was mine. No. <laughs> I'm going to text Taylor. It sounds like this podcast is going to be called Pillows here pretty soon, everybody. Yeah, the, our beer is going to be murdered. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I like the rumor they, see those rumors about us are fun. Some of the rumors about us aren't as fun. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what I discovered in new Orleans. If I ate anything or drank anything that I really loved. I mean, charbroiled oysters are amazing. Do you eat any gator? Uh, we did not. They, I think they had it at the end of the tour, but our ADD, we were so unorganized. Um, but this week, in Aruba, uh, send me your excursion um, 
recommendations. We're going to go see, we're going to go to Flamingo Beach for a day and we're going to go ATVing and some other stuff. How did you choose Aruba? I've only been once and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really laid back. Like it's 90 degrees there right now. It's actually shielded from hurricanes because it's right off the coast of Venezuela, which I didn't realize how close to Curacao it is. But um, I basically I want to go like get on my knees in the ocean and just sit there with like a pina colada. And I was like, where would have I done that before? And I was like, oh, Aruba. So that that sounds heavenly. I was like, should we be going on a more adventurous vacation? I was like, no, it's okay. Like this vacation is to go do nothing. Like, it's just to go, like, we might read a book. We might just, like, lay on the beach and do nothing, but... but we might, we might. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but... Craig reads a book. Wow. Exhilarating. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but it might. Okay, I had a sexy Taylor, and she said, no, she has a green dinosaur, but I have it. Okay. Text Rodrigo. You um, have you ever been to Aruba? No, I haven't. But I'm pretty sure that my... No, that was Bermuda. No, I've never been to uh, Aruba. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I've been to Aruba and Jamaica. Um, and I won't lie, like, I've had good times in Mexico, but I just, like, it's never a place that I'm like, ooh, I want to go to Mexico this weekend. Like, I always feel a little stressed out down there, but... um. Um, I guess the questions just got deleted this week, Nick. He tends to do that. All right. Uh, I got like one good one if you want it, but what is it? Oh, that's what uh, I've, that's why I I'm going, we have a photo shoot for sewing down South after this. That's where I'm going. Austin's going to his dad's birthday party. Yeah. My dad, his birthday. I'm, I'm, I'm going to post a great pick today too, Craig. He's been growing out this beard and it is gray. He is a silver fox. It, it is cracking me up. And I'm like, live your damn best life, dad. Like live your best That's life awesome. and grow out that retirement beard. So this is the first time that I'm going to see it in person. Um, yeah, I love your parents. All right. Well, this yeah. is a long one. I need y'all's help. I'm 29 years old and a pharmacist. I own my family's pharmacy. I'm saying this because with my job, I'm having to make big decisions daily. I'm dating a guy who's 24. Ooh, cradle robber. Just kidding. And has a good job, but doesn't have the big decisions and responsibilities that I have daily. When it comes to our relationship, he isn't the assertive guy that I need. For example, instead of asking me what I want for dinner every night, I want him to say, be ready at seven. We have dinner reservations. I need him to make decisions in the relationship. I need him to be in charge in the bedroom. I feel like that maybe because I'm such an independent person and a business owner, he might be a little intimidated. He is such a good human and would do anything in the world for me, but I'm scared that if I have this conversation with him, he's going to change who he is as a person. And I don't want that. Also, I should mention that I'm turned off by him right now. Should I talk to him and give the relationship a chance since he's such a nice guy and I might not be able to find a nice guy like that again or go ahead and end it because the feelings aren't currently there and he isn't doing the things I need in a relationship. Oh my God. Well, she said, I was like, Oh man, this is the nice guy. Like curse. This is a good one. And, yeah. uh, I, I, I think that her self-awareness is there. Her self-awareness is there in the sense that she's like, I don't want to bring up something to him and make him like change his behavior. Right. Not like, you know, radically like, Hey, I don't like that. You're such like a pushover and, 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 and you don't like have things like planned out. Um, so for that reason, 
if you really do like him, then you talk to him. But well, yeah, I think he might would just be like his nature. It's just yeah, his nature. Well, that's and the if thing. That doesn't work for you, then I think if it was up to him and the options were break up or give him a chance, I think he would always say at least give me a chance and talk about it. I don't think there's anything wrong with communicating to him because then there's no what if, right? No one wants to live with a what if. Like what if I would have mentioned it to him? Um, you know, the end is pretty tough. You know, I hope you don't have like the ick with them, but if you are turned off by them, I don't know if you can come back from that, but I'm not an expert on the ick, but yeah, like it sounds like you want someone to take control, take charge, like a very, you know, a, a like a guy's got or like, uh, I, I can picture what you want and that sucks that, you know, Look, you can't choose who you fall in love with, though. And um, if, you know, like if the nice, gentle guy doesn't fit what you want out in life, like you can't change someone. But I would definitely recommend. uh, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a a lose lose. I would recommend talking to him about it. But I feel like this question is being asked because she already sees the writing on the wall. But which is sad, but people break up and it's okay. I mean, if you're not right for each other, dude, that guy, you both have a lot of living to do. He's in his mid twenties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's in his mid twenties. Probably like intimidated the fact that you're 29. Uh, I mean, I think that you, that, that you tell him, you see how it works and yeah, if you don't see much change, but yeah. shit, I mean, if you're saying, uh, what did she say there? He's such a good human. Wait, um, should I talk to him? God, man, what did she say? She was like, I, I, I have to admit I don't have any feelings for him at the no, moment. I'm, like that's, that's it. That, yeah. That's it right and there, my right? advice I mean, for talking to him would be this simple because there's not I'm much you can do off by him yeah, right now is, Ooh. is this, I would say, Hey, you know, what would really turn me on if I came home one day, there was a dress on the bed and you just said, put it on. We're leaving at seven. I mean, you can say that to him and see if he picks up, you know what you're putting down. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to, that one occasion is going to change your all's feelings, but I'm sorry about that. But life goes on. We've all been through breakups. You are 29. You have a lot of life to live. You will meet someone that fits that profile, especially being a business owner. Um, and he's going to be just fine. It sounds like he's an incredible dude and he'll find someone that wants to be with, you know, the nice gentle guy. So yeah. Anyway, go on, Nick. Yourself, you know, either of y'all, any favors. That's it right there. Yes. All right, cool. Well, I think that's all we had for this week. Um, It's going to be a quick one. We have, we were supposed to have Kyle on this week, but he is busy as always in New York running around. So we're going to get a schedule for our guests coming up. Um, but hopefully you like hanging out with us too, even, I mean, we haven't had a guest on in a while. I know we haven't. And I think that we should hold his feet to the fire a little bit. We'll, we'll make it happen. But you know, this week, um, yeah, I'm glad that everyone can join us (laughs) on this week's episode of pillows and beer. Um, all right, Craig, do you want to do, do like an actual outro? Well, okay. I thought that's what we were doing. You just finished. It it, it was, (laughs) It was just kind of lackluster on my end. 
Okay, so are you... Okay, well, Alston's now walking away. So I guess that is our outro. Um, we hope everyone stays safe in Hurricane Ian. For all those named Ian, we hope that the hurricane isn't too bad so people don't associate your name with destruction and <laughs> financial and life lost. Yeah, stay safe out there. Uh, and yeah, until then, once again, everyone stay safe out there who's, who's in Florida and on the East Coast and... Uh, uh, to everyone that will see in BravoCon, it's coming up so soon. Go to pillowsandbeer.com and pick up some tickets to our live show. Peace. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.